This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello and welcome to a new broadcast coming to you from Radio Romania International Studios in Bucharest. I am Vlad Palcu. The National Day of Romania is marked on December the 1st with the traditional military parade held in Bucharest. President Klaus Johannes is attending the UN Climate Change Conference in Dubai. December the 1st marks the National Day of Romania, celebrating 105 years since the unification of Romanian principalities into a single state. On December the 1st, at the end of the Great War, representatives of Romanians from Transylvania in the center, Banat, Maramures and Krishana in the west, voted in favor of the unification with the Kingdom of Romania, thus breaking with the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Previously, on November 28th, a similar decision was taken by the General Congress of Bukovina, another province that was previously ruled by the Habsburgs. On March 27, 1918, after the collapse of the Russian Empire, the People's Gathering of Bessarabia also voted for the unification with Romania. In the summer of 1940, following an ultimatum, the USSR annexed both Bessarabia and northern Bukovina, today parts of the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine, respectively. Over 2,400 military and specialists with the Defense Ministry, the Interior Ministry, the Romanian Intelligence Service, the Special Telecommunications Service and the Penitentiary Administration took part on Friday in a special military parade marking the National Day of Romania. 250 foreign military from Belgium, France, North Macedonia, the Republic of Moldova, Luxembourg, Poland, Portugal, Spain, the United States and the Netherlands also took part. 130 vehicles and 40 aircraft in addition to 23 types of military and air equipment used by Allied participants were displayed in Bucharest. The United Nations Climate Change Conference hosted by Dubai in the United Arab Emirates was launched with a historic decision to compensate poor countries most vulnerable to global warming. Attending the conference are 140 heads of state and government, including President Klaus Johannes. The ceasefire in Gaza expired on Friday morning and the Israeli army has resumed its air raids and shelling targeting the positions of the Islamist terrorist organization Hamas. According to the so-called Hamas government, an air raid has killed six people in Rafah, while the health ministry has counted 32 people killed by Israeli bombing, including children. Negotiations had continued over the previous night for a new extension of the ceasefire, in place since November 24th. Yet, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu accused Hamas of violating the agreement and firing missiles on Israel. 
eight Israeli hostages were released on Friday in exchange for 30 Palestinians detained by Israel. In Ukraine, Kiev announced Russian invasion forces bombed target across the country on Thursday night using KH-59 missiles and 25 Shahed-136-131 attack drones in the south. Ukrainian armed forces claimed to have shot down 18 drones and a missile. Kiev has accused Moscow of planning a campaign of tactical airstrikes targeting the energy infrastructure in the middle of winter. A similar operation last year left millions of Ukrainians without power and heat over long periods of time. Ukraine has since shored up its anti-air defenses with Western weapons, although authorities say it will take a while before being able to protect its most vulnerable regions. And that was the news. Now for a brief announcement about Radio Romania International's annual survey of its listeners and internet and social media users to find out the 2023 Personality of the Year. And this has been no easy year, with the Russia's war in Ukraine continuing, energy prices rocketing, many parts of the world suffering food shortages, and, not least, with the global warming, causing what was probably the hottest year on record. On top of all this, came the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. In this difficult year, which international public figure, in your opinion, has had the strongest positive impact on the world and why? Radio Romania International will designate its Personality of the Year based on your nominations, which you can submit together with a short justification by posting directly on our website in a comment to this article at www.rri.ro, by email at engl at rri.ro, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, WhatsApp at 0040-744-312650, text or audio, or by fax at 0040 2131905562. We will announce the Radio Romania International Personality of the Year on air and online on Monday, the 1st of January 2024. We are looking forward to receiving your nominations, so please get in touch. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Romania. Welcome, I'm Lacamara Simeon. Today's program is about Via Transylvanica. Street View is a popular service provided by Google Maps, available in more than 85 countries, including the Arctic and Antarctica. In Street View, people can see 360 degrees images from many places around the world. The service is also available in Google Earth and in the Google Maps app for mobile phones. The Street View service has been available in Romania since 2010, when the first images from the most important cities were published on Google Maps. Nationwide Street View coverage was achieved in 2012, when images were taken from 40,000 kilometers of roads 
39 cities and hundreds of tourist attractions. But if this whole story seems history by now, we can tell you that from this autumn, Via Transylvanica, the Romanian El Camino, can also be visited on Street View for a trial period, a road that unites. Elisabetta Moraru, a country manager of Google Romania, told us the story of choosing this route for exploration. We are here because Street View exists. There are places that you can see here and then go visit. The Brukenthal National Museum in Sibiu is there, Brown Castle, Alba Iulia Citadel. These are emblematic places for us and for the tourism we hope to generate. Street view also means innovation for us. There are a few places in Europe where we have images from the underground. And this year we have had the joy of doing an event in the Turda salt mine. We attended the launch of the images from the Danube Delta. We had the honor of doing the launch right from Mr. Patsakin's location, and we were not allowed to enter by car because it is a nature reserve and we innovated. We used a cart, that's why it's called Cart View, said Elisabetta Moraru. To take the panoramic images on Via Transylvanica, they used a tricycle dedicated to such projects of the recumbent bike type, equipped with an installation on which the panoramic camera is mounted. The whole shooting process lasted about a month and unfolded between August and September 2023. The head of the European Commission's representation in Bucharest, Ramona Kiriak, praised the project for the awards it won, and not only. Early this summer, we promoted two projects from Romania, Via Transylvanica and Pathfinders of the Waters. They were included on the list of 30 projects from 91 countries that won the prize for cultural heritage. These awards have been granted since 2002. They are a project of the European Union through Europa Nostra, and through which we aim to identify and promote the best practices for the preservation of the cultural heritage. And an even greater piece of news was that Via Transylvanica has recently won the EU Public Choice Award. This means that 27,000 European citizens voted for this project, which was in competition with another 29. Congratulations to the people from Tershulesa Social, for all these distinctions, for the work and passion they show, as well as for the promotion of this Romanian El Camino, said the head of the European Commission's representation in Bucharest, Ramona Kiriak. Alin Ușeriu from Tășulesa Social told us the following. I am very glad to be here. I lived in Germany for over 10 years and I hope things have changed in the meantime. But all the time I lived there, I did not see any positive article or show about Romania, and I set out to do something about it. This is how Tashulasa Social was born. Eighteen years have passed, and I think we have reached the second very important milestone, namely to make a project in Romanian society that is not based on fears, on catastrophes. We had some unforeseen funds, and we took andesite milestones and marked the Via Transylvanica, and it came like a tsunami over us, and in four and a half years we managed to lay 400 tons of andesite milestones, said Alin Oseriu. Next, 
Work must be done on preserving and expanding the national infrastructure because it is a project offered to Romania, as Alin Usheriu said, and he invited his brother, Tibi Usheriu, to express his joy for the growth of the project. I would like to go back in time, say five years ago. I remember very well where we were with this route. We were on a path, we are trying to push the weeds aside, and we were wondering if we should take this way or that way. And I see today that there are people talking about this project, also the people from Street View, and this is impressive. It's amazing to see things in perspective, where we were five years ago and where we are today. I'm happy about this Google Street View initiative because technology is moving forward, and I think it's a great invitation for those who are not very keen on walking, but know a lot about the technical side. And they can see on Street View how cool it is in the digital world, and then say, I would like to go see what it looks like in reality. I think it is an extraordinary invitation and will certainly add value to this project, said Tibiu Sheriu. The Via Transylvanica route starts from Bukovina, from Putna, crosses Transylvania and ends in Drobeta Turnu Severina on the banks of the Danube River. And the first tour of Via Transylvanica can also be made on Google Street View. And that's all from Inside Romania. Next in this program is Song of the Day. Listen to Vank with their latest hit entitled The Light. Etajul 2 la capă de Ușa e închisă și zero urcări Nici o lumină aprinsă în camera ei E pană de curent și în ochii ei Inima ta s-a speriat mult prea devreme Oare o să mă mai cheme? Dacă vrei să te las, dar nu ești convinsă Mai lasă-mi o lumină aprinsă Dacă vrei să te ascunzi, dar și să fii prinsă Mă-ntorc, mă-ntorc 
The future starts today. Welcome, I'm Mihaila Ignatescu. Candidates since the summer of last year, Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova obtained in early November the recommendation from the European Commission regarding the start of EU accession negotiations. The news was received with joy by the pro-Western leaders of the two former Soviet countries, but there are still steps to be taken before integration. The first of these is related to the decision of the European Council made in mid-November. In order to adopt the recommendation made by the Commission, all states must agree. And some, such as Hungary, have already questioned the appropriateness of this approach. Then, if they manage to successfully get through December, in March 2024, the European Commission will present a new report, analyzing the progress made by Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova towards the targets they assumed. Now, in the case of Ukraine, the Commission is recommending that negotiations begin once Kyiv meets the remaining conditions on fighting corruption and strengthening minority protection standards. In the case of the Republic of Moldova, these conditions refer to the fight against corruption and the improvement of financial regulations. Ukraine will be in the European Union, and we will achieve this, in particular by transforming our country, an internal transformation that is certainly in the interest of our people. For Ukraine, the EU means economic security and social stability, and for the EU, Ukraine means a strengthening of the entire community, said Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. The decision made by the European Commission encourages us and empowers us to continue the things we started, to make Moldova stronger, a state that ensures peace at home and contributes to regional security and takes care of the well-being of its citizens. It's a lot of work. The path we have chosen to walk on is full of challenges. We are not afraid of our work, and our goal is for Moldova to be ready to join the EU by 2030, said Moldovan President Maya Sandu. How feasible 2030 is as deadline for accession depends on each individual country, says university professor and former foreign minister Adrian Choroianu. The calendar is set as a guideline. Obviously, there is no obligation on the part of anyone for 2030 to be the end point. But we are talking about an encouragement. On the other hand, it is the EU's way of keeping these countries close, of giving them a purpose. Look at the real political difficulties the Republic of Moldova is facing. At every voting session, we get nervous, given the political landscape of the country. Look at what is happening in Serbia. Look at the difficulty of settling this dispute and this trauma that Serbs still feel in their relationship with Kosovo. These countries must be given a purpose. The beginning of the journey speaks rather of an intention and of a promise in a mutual way. 
The EU recognizes that it needs these states, but these states must also realize that they can model themselves according to European principles and values. And of course, we want in the end to be more alike than different, even if even within the EU the differences persist. But let's hope that similarities outnumber differences. Complying with the recommendations of the Venice Commission is on Ukraine's to-do list. Are the authorities in Kyiv determined to follow these recommendations? Here is journalist Marin German, director of the Institute of Political Studies and Social Capital in Chernitsky, attempting an answer. From my point of view, there will be a series of attempts by Kyiv, especially concerning the recommendations regarding the legislation in the field of national minorities, not to respect them. We also have high-level statements regarding these recommendations. Why? Because there is opposition in the Ukrainian parliamentary environment to the idea of changing the legislation in the field of national minorities, seeing this issue strictly through the war glasses in Ukraine, and regarding the Russian minority. It is a painful subject. It is the war with Russia, the large-scale invasion by Russia. And when the question of the Ukrainian minorities is raised, most of them think of the Russians, of Russification, of everything that means war. And it is very difficult for the Ukrainian political elite to escape this vision. Ukraine also needs a service reform, and there are also problems in the fight against corruption. On the other hand, what will happen in Transnistria, as Kishino has no control over this separatist region? Does Kishino undertake to implement a community acquis throughout the territory of the Republic of Moldova? Julian Groza, executive director of the Institute for European Policies and Reforms, says yes. And we do have a precedent, the association agreement with the EU. When it was concluded, it was agreed that it would be applied throughout the country. The most important part of the agreement, dealing with trade, entered into force two years later after the provisional entry. Today, thanks to access to the EU market, the Transnistrian region is much more strongly anchored in the European space. And today, in the context of the war and the upheavals in the region, precisely this is an important counterbalancing element of Russia's influence in the Transnistrian region. The 2023 enlargement package presented by the European Commission provides for a detailed assessment of the current state and the progress made not only by Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova, but also by other aspirants to accession. That was The Future Starts Today. Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. You're invited to listen to Florin Riste and his latest hit, The Wings. De câte ori n-ai avut Curajul să fii văzut Poate un gest, un cuvânt Ar fi schimbat ceva De câte ori n-ai putut Să fii destul mai mult Atunci poți fi tot ce ai vrut Rămâi în pielea ta Lumea se așteaptă Să nu-i zâmbești atunci când doare Când te rănește Tu să o iubești cât poți de tare
Report of the day. Welcome everyone, I am Vlad Palku. We are celebrating the National Day of Romania, a time of celebration when most of our countrymen pride themselves in being a Romanian. Today's report gives them further reason to do that. Ambassador Simona Miculescu, Romania's top representative at UNESCO, was elected president of the 42nd session of the General Conference of UNESCO. This marks a new premier in her career, Simona Miculescu becoming the first woman from Romania to lead an international body, and only the third Romanian citizen to do so, after Nicolae Titulescu and Corneliu Manescu. More details from Ambassador Simona Miculescu herself. I think it's one of the greatest honors of my career that counts more than three decades of uh, diplomatic uh, endeavors. It is important because actually it is the first time in 67 years since uh, Romania joined UNESCO that we are actually chairing one of the governing bodies of UNESCO. It is also very important that I'm only the fifth woman in 78 years of existence of the organization that actually chairs the general conference. But I would like to mention with pride that out of the five women, four are from Eastern Europe. So I'm very proud of my original group, and I'm glad that um, we managed to succeed also in this respect. Since, you know, women empowerment is one of the transversal priorities of UNESCO, this is an important dimension. In an exclusive interview for Radio Romania International, Ambassador Simona Miculescu also gave an overview of the 42nd session of the UNESCO General Conference. Since the General Conference of UNESCO is the supreme decision-making body, it was very important, at least from the point of view, that it gave the direction of the organization for the next years. 
why I'm saying that, because during the general conference, we approved the program of action on absolutely all the areas of competence for UNESCO for the next quadrennium. And also we approved the budget, which is at least as important as the program. It would be difficult to count all the highlights of the General Conference. For instance, the Cultural Commission proposed to the General Conference and we adopted to hold every year an International Day of the Intangible Heritage, a resolution that was actually proposed by Poland and Romania co-sponsored it. So we will be able to celebrate officially every year the treasures that we have in our country every year on the 17th of October. In the Commission for Education, there were so many important decisions taken. One of them involves also Romania because you might remember that President of Romania and the current Minister of Education were involved very actively in the Transforming Education Summit that took place last year in New York and which has a follow-up. And actually, Romania has a very high profile in the section of this summit that deals with the profession of teacher, the teaching profession. So the Commission and respectively the General Conference took some important steps on the implementation of the Transforming Education Summit as far as the teaching profession is concerned. That was Ambassador Simona Miculescu wrapping up Report of the Day. Next in the broadcast, listen to Truly Romanian. I am Vlad Palcu. It's December the 1st, the National Day of Romania, a day of celebration and partying that often involves good and quality folk music. And we've picked quite a selection for you in today's program. We start with Ioan Cristian Zaran and his song, This is the Great Romania. Ce vin cu gând ne dem, 
Pe neam unit între hotare Dumnezeu de noi grijește De rău ne ferește Multe au rămas mărăturie Că suntem din veșnici Și oricât ar și să Ce vom birui asta e România mare Ne-am unit între hotare Dumnezeu de noi grijește De rău ne ferește asta e România mare Ne-am unit între hotare Dumnezeu de noi grijește De rău ne ferește From the historical region of Muntenia in southern Romania, Elisabeta Turcu will bring you a song about her native town, Curta de Argeș. E vatra de credință Plină de istorie Și de biruință La mănăstirea curții Se odihnesc în veci Din vița cea străbună Ai României reci Legenda lui Manole Răsunet și aflat că în zidul mănăstirii Pe Ana Jerfada Trecut au vremuri grele Peste Argeșul Crotitoare a creștinilor S-au închinat la tine și regii împărați Copii fără de mamă, săraci și supărați Peste arge și-au curs lacrimi, dar neamul ne-nfricat Când apărau credința, de strajă ei au stat Tu scumpăr Românie cu Sfântul Tricolor Astăzi slăvește Creștinul tău popor Eroi au fost aceia Ce viața ei și-au dat Au înfruntat dușmanul Și pacea ne-au lăsat Azi clopotă răsună În amintirea lor Românii toți se adună Cu drag de dor Ajută-ne, preasfântă, să nu mai rătăci Și frați români de apururi În veci de veci să fim Next in truly Romanian, Catalin Maximiuk will be performing the song called I was born in Bukovina. Sure. 
And we go out with a patriotic song performed by Mariana Stănescu Verman. Să ne 
Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next, Through the Looking Glass. Welcome to a special edition of Through the Looking Glass, dedicated to Romania's National Day, celebrated every year on December 1st. I'm your host, Elena Enake. This is a very familiar song, Romania's national anthem, that is played on December 1st more often than on any other day of the year. The excerpt you've just heard was performed by the Radio Academic Choir. The song is entitled Deșteaptă-te Române, Awaken the Romanian in English translation. Its lyrics were written in 1848 by Andrei Mureșanu and the music was composed by Anton Pan. On December 1, 1918, Romanians from Transylvania, who formed the majority population in that historical Romanian province, voted for the union with Romania. It was the creation of Greater Romania, a moment celebrated later as the country's national day. By significance and consequences, the year 1918 was also one of the most important moments of humankind, as it marked the end of the First World War, the dismantling of four empires and the creation of 12 new independent states, while nine countries lost territory and 15 states completed their national unification. On February 11, 1918, the US President Woodrow Wilson announced his famous principle of self-determination. He said, quote, National aspirations must be respected. People may now be dominated and governed only by their own consent. Self-determination is not a mere phrase. It is an imperative principle of action. Unquote. In keeping with this principle, Bessarabia, part of the medieval Romanian Principality of Moldova, annexed by Russia in 1812, proclaimed on March 27, 1918, its unification with the Kingdom of Romania. On November 28, Bukovina, separated from Moldova and attached by force in 1774 to the Habsburg Empire, also voted the Union. Three days later, on December 1, 1918, Transylvania joined the Kingdom of Romania into what was to be known as Greater Romania. The ceremony took place in Alba Iulia, where the unification declaration was read out during a public event attended by over 100,000 Romanians. The declaration was read by Vasile Goldish, a Romanian academician and politician. The archive of the Oral History Center of the Romanian Radio Broadcasting Corporation preserves a highly valuable document which gives us an indication of the enthusiasm of that year, 
seen as a new beginning after the war of 1914-1918. It is a recording of the Greek Catholic Bishop Yuliu Hosu reading out the resolutions of the National Assembly. A martyr and a survivor of communist political persecution, Yuliu Hosu was born in 1885 and died in 1970. For him, the religious aspect was extremely important. He said, Brothers, the time set has fully come when God Almighty makes known, through his faithful people, the justice for which we have been thirsty for centuries. Today, through our resolve, Greater Romania is built, the one and undivided. The Romanians in Transylvania can now freely join their motherland, Romania. As the Bishop of Cluj-Gerla, I also join them in their happiness. I pray to God that His love and grace be with our people and our country, and that He may keep them from all harm. May this country flourish on justice and truth. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Romania of that time also included the Republic of Moldova, known as Bessarabia, Banat and the Cadrilater area, which are no longer part of today's Romania. In 1918, with this unification, Romania almost doubled its territory. Later, in 1940, Romania lost Bessarabia and Bukovina after the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, when the two regions were annexed by the Soviet Republic. The north of Transylvania went to Hungary, while the south of Dobruja, the Cadrilater area, became part of Bulgaria. December 1st has been celebrated as the country's national day only since 1990. Between 1866 and 1947, the year King Michael was forced to abdicate, the national day was celebrated on May 10, a day marking several significant events in the country's history. On May 10, 1866, Karl I began his 48-year reign, and on May 10, 1881, he was crowned King of the Kingdom of Romania. May 10 is also related to the country's declaration of independence from the Ottoman Empire on May 9, 1877. On May 10, 1877, Karl I signed a proclamation of independence issued the previous day, thus giving it the power of a law. Starting 2015, May 10 is celebrated as Royalty Day. During the communist period between 1947 and 1989, Romania celebrated its National Day on August 23rd, marking the day it switched to the side of the Allies, cutting the ties with Nazi Germany. Festivities and parades organized on this day mostly served the personality cult of dictator Nicolae Ceausescu. On December 1, 1918, Bucharest was celebrating not only the Great Union, but also the return of King Ferdinand and Queen Marie from Yash, a former capital of Moldavia, where the royal family sought refuge during the First World War as Bucharest was under German occupation. On October 15, 1922, King Ferdinand and Queen Marie were crowned as sovereigns of the Greater Romania in Alba Iulia. The coronation ceremony took place inside an Orthodox cathedral built especially for the event 
in less than a year. King Ferdinand was offered the steel crown made from the steel of a cannon. After the Great Union, Romania became a country defined by diversity, multiculturalism and democratic values, with its ruling elite educated in Paris, London and Berlin. During the 20th century, the country experienced democracy, three dictatorships and again democracy. After returning to democracy in December 1989, Romania joined the Council of Europe, NATO and the European Union. Today, Romania has diplomatic relations with over 192 states and is a strong supporter of a rule-based international system with the UN at its core. It is the sixth largest EU member state in terms of geographic size and population and an important contributor to the North Atlantic Alliance collective security. Dear friends, that's been all from today's edition of Through the Looking Glass. I leave you in the company of music. Listen to the folk vocalist Veta Birish with a song dedicated to Romanians on their national day. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and the artist featured today is Victorica Lăcătușu, coming from the south of the country in Gorj area.
that our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www rri.o channel 1 If you have any comments or suggestions please write an email at engl at rri.o Goodbye